solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter twenty, Xenophilius Lovegood. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex, and I'm Molly, and this is Potter Watch. Potter Watch. This is Potter Watch. Ooh. It's Potter Watch. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing chapter 20 today. Xenophilius Lovegood. Yeah, that bugger. Oh, I don't hate Xeno. I don't either. I just get a little like grumpy with him. I will say I was really disappointed because I thought like more stuff happened in this chapter and it like leaves you on such a cliffhanger yeah definitely hollows has its own chapter and I was like oh okay because I was like really looking I love the Xeno stuff like it's very memorable to me yeah I mean I like when we get to see Luna's room which we didn't get to do I like uh yeah I, I just like everything I like about this chapter happens next chapter so it wasn't this chapter. This chapter was pretty uh, filler. Yeah. TBH. Yeah. TBH. Um, what did you rename this chapter? I renamed it The Waxpert Doesn't Fall Far From the Truth. That's an amazing rename. Thank you. And last of all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I renamed it The Search Begins. Ooh. The Search for the Hallie, Hallie Hose. I don't even know. If I were a Harry Potter stripper, I would be called the Hallie Ho. I don't know if people would get it. The Deathly Hallie Ho. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm on allergy medicine. Things are crazy over here. Um, <clears throat> now I feel like I just need to think of one. The Griffin Horror. <laughs> I feel like Lavender Brown already sounds like a stripper name, and that's it- what I would choose. <laughs> Slither Slut. These are not, these are not. I know. <laughs> I know they're not. They're not good shipper names. And they're also like a lot of um name <laughs> They're low, they're low-hanging fruit. <laughs> I mean it all in like a reclaimed way. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I'm so sorry. Um what happens in this chapter though, more importantly. <laughs> Oh, my haiku is worse than my stripper names. So. Mine is also really bad. It, well, it's just like straightforward. I was not inspired by the activities in this chapter. I was like, there aren't even three distinct things that happen. <laughs> I said, Ron's in the doghouse. Clues reside with the love goods. The Deathly Hallows. <laughs> the Deathly <laughs> I mean, all facts. <laughs> you can't argue with facts. You can't with cold hard fact. Um, Ron back. Herm still pissed. 
they found Lovegood amiss. Oh. Where's Luna for this? <laughs> this is amazing. I love when you shorten names like Herb. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever written out Hermione in a haiku. It's a whole five syllables. Herb. <laughs> Four. It's four syllables. The Deathly Hallows. It's ridiculous that Deathly Hallows is the same syllables as Hermione. Come on, girl. Yeah. We're just trying to write haikus up here. Xenophilius was a crazy number. I needed extra syllables, so I was just going to put Xenophilius in there. But I was like, nah, that's too many. (laughs) I just didn't write his name on my notes. I just wrote Xeno. Yeah. Um, Zeno reminds me of Zemo. Yeah, I thought that too. Zemophilius. Love good. Love good is a stripper name all by itself. Yeah. Zemo feeling himself. Love good. Hey. <laughs> I feel like that's really like a drag queen name, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking good. Love good. <laughs> that doesn't work. Alex. All right, let's get into these notes. Now we have to keep all of the stripper name stuff in. No, we do not. You can't cut it. She's not going to cut it now. Just cut around it. Cut around it. Um, It's adding color. (laughs) To this dull ass chapter. I'm just kidding, guys. It wasn't that bad. It was just... It was boring, though. It was boring. It was bad. (laughs) I was just trying to keep people intrigued keep them on the pod you know I do think there are a couple like individual funny lines in this chapter the first one being Harry's like it felt like a badly attended funeral I know I was like what what a weird place for your brain to go Harry I thought about that too I was like um does it feel like that also Harry for someone who's experienced so much death I don't know if you've ever actually been to a funeral. So it's like Hermione's like scowling. She's like mad. (laughs) She's not crying. When you two, when you and Hermione were in that tent alone, silently upset, that was a poorly attended funeral of Ron Billius Weasley. Exactly. Get your metaphors right, Harry. Um, but I love that anytime like Ron and Harry are together, uh, Ron bumps up to the cheeriness. It's like he got a break, like he because he, he went home. I know he was upset, but he did like recharge a little bit. Like he's reinvigorated by the hunt. He comes back and they immediately have success with something. So it's like uh you know, if you've been like somewhere for two weeks or something and then your friend shows up and is like, yeah, so excited to be here. And you're like, yeah, we, we did all that. You got a break. But it's like good. Like I'm feeling the momentum with. <laughs> no, I'm with his cheeriness. It's just funny because I would also be like, slow your roll, buddy. Slow, <laughs> slow your roll. You got to hang out with Fleur and Bill. Ron and Harry, or I mean, Harry and Hermione have still been sleeping in a tent for, for months. 
Um, I, I always think of this as a pivotal chapter though, like them deciding to go to Xenophiliuses, like in mm-hmm. my head, like this is definitely like a change in the book for me. Like I know when this kind of happens and that after this moment, like things are really going to change for them. Well, yeah. Chapters and stuff. Um, and so like, I do, I feel that momentum and, and Ron being like, someone helped us. Someone helped us. I'm like, yes, someone did help you. Someone helped you. Your boy Snape. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely wasn't Zeno. It was not. Um, I think it's good that we get the confirmation from Ron about the taboo. Yeah. That's an interesting thing to come out of this. And so is um the information that Dumbledore used to sign his name starting with the Deathly Hollow symbol, which I think is one <laughs> loser. And two, <laughs> um, it reminds me of in middle school when we used to sign like people who had S in their name or names that started with S, you know, that three little S thing that you connected that looked like the Superman S or whatever. That's what putting a heart on an eye. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Oh yeah, I said this is the most high school shit I've ever seen. Come on, D. Come on, Big D. Um, I do think Ron should have shared that taboo update like immediately, like day one out the gate. Like, by the way, Ron is dumb. <laughs> Did you hear him? He was like, so. By the way, how'd you guys know about the taboo? Like, he doesn't say anything because he just assumes that they know. And. Like, come on. Come on, Ron. Again, you have one job, which is to be the informant on the wizarding world. And every time you have useful information, you keep it to yourself. He's an ass. He assumes things. He made an ass out of him and Terry. I do still maintain that this is like a really ducked up jinx. And I think it's like really high level magic that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, especially for someone that can't operate. Oh, yeah. Can't, afraid to operate, I'm <laughs> to say. And still don't know if he can do a Patronus. <laughs> I'll never get over that. <laughs> what was it that you thought of the other day that you realized, I'm still not over it? <laughs> The dough. The dough. <laughs> I also, this is a sidebar that I'll probably keep in, but I was like looking at Harry Potter like cake toppers and I saw so many that was like the stag in the dough. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Everybody knows this, Molly. I know, but it, well, I guess it's whatever that terminology is like where you start seeing things yes um after like it's been introduced to you so you like start seeing it everywhere so (laughs) it goes with the always the stag and the doe yeah I don't like that they do that because the always is a Snape and Lily thing and people always attribute it to like James I know I know I don't know why I don't know that's true I don't know why people do that I mean because it's like a really sweet sentiment and I like and I think it's because uh Lily says it to Harry in the movie so it like feels like it's a family thing <laughs> for their fucked up family. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I wish that we could attribute it to something like a little bit sweeter than like his stalking. Um, but I like the with you till the very end. Yeah. But well, anyway. Are you getting a, a dough and um, stag cake topper? No. <laughs> I am trying to look at like Harry Potter-esque ones, but those just kept coming up as like options on Etsy. Yeah. I do think it's kind of like very, let's say, Eastern Shore to have like deer on your cake like I I think like I'll know and people will know it's Harry Potter but that's not really my vibe anyway like I love Kings and Lily but I don't like think about them and like think about their love as like an analogy to my own (laughs) I would hope not uh because Griffin is the furthest thing from James Potter yeah, so I was not going to get the dough and the de- or in the stag, but I just kept seeing it as an option. Are you going to get a little Draco and a little Harry to put on the cake? You think that would be more uh, more like your Griffin's love, enemies to friends to lovers? Yeah. I mean, that is like literally our story, but <laughs> a whole lot of options for that, weirdly enough. Uh, insulting. I'm... <laughs> Um, okay, I will, I will segue. What's your next? What's your next note? Um, so Ron's talking about Dumbledore and like, he thinks he's like trying to figure out who the doe is. And then he's like, you know, I always kind of thought Dumbledore was like, just kind of fucking with us this whole time. But I think he actually knows what he's doing. Um, and I love the sentiment that Ron is proposing here. And he's like, I just thought he was like, wanted to make it more difficult. I'm like, he was, he was trying to make it more difficult for you all. But I love the sentiment. Thanks. Thanks for that. Also, Ron. my heart when Harry's like, he knew you would come back. Yeah. Glad to have Ron back. He really does revert back to, <laughs> to his less than useful ways, though, in this chapter. I mean, I think he is definitely he, still like morale and more. Oh, humor. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, <clears throat> Harry's like favorite defense is it's our age. It's the same age as us. And I'm like, you're not like normal for your age. Like, I don't think you should keep using that as like a leg to stand on for like most things. I think he's grumpy though. And fair because he's had to do like, he like, doesn't have, he didn't have like the same. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't have the luxury. The child. Yeah. So he's like, you don't get to use that as an excuse because I didn't get to use it as an excuse because if I behaved this way when I was that age, then I would be dead and so would all the people that I love. Yeah. And it's also kind of a double one because it's like Dumbledore didn't trust him with some of this information. So it's like he trusted him to like save the world and stuff, but he didn't trust him to like be informed with everything. So if I were Harry, I would be like, Oh yeah, you were my age when you were the shittiest. Yeah, and he like has a complex about that, like throughout the books. Oh yeah, 
for sure. He uses it like with the whole James thing. He's like, it was I my age. Like it was like, you know, yeah. Like I don't think that you're a typical, you know, 15 year old or whatever. I think that one is more fair though, because like when I was 15, I was mad and I were a 15 year old looking at my parent being a bully at 15. I would be like, I know better than to not be a bully. You could too. Yeah. Like he's like, my dad is a little bit like Draco Malfoy and I don't like that. You know, I think that's a fair one. Than most people his age. So yes. Yeah. It's like hard to compare sometimes. I think definitely this with Dumbledore is a more fair comparison of like Harry, that's a little far, you know. For sure. Also, like poor sweet Ron for thinking that Harry was retaliating with the spider. He's like, I'm sorry I said that Dumbledore was young, okay? (laughs) Ron. Ron, remember, never forget Harry's afraid of, like, pigeons or whatever. What? Remember in... (laughs) Remember in, um, uh, Cursed Child when they're, like, Harry's, um, his big, Harry's, like, telling his biggest fears to his kid, and he's like, I'm scared of pigeons locked that out of my heart and mind what the fuck it was so dumb it was so dumb harry's only afraid of one thing dementors yeah fear itself he's scared of hearing his mother screaming as she dies and you know what fair there's no fucking pigeons in the wizarding world. It's owls. It's like, and Harry's not scared of them. He was like, I really don't like pigeons. I hate that. I hate that <laughs> so much. And I hate that you remember. <laughs> not really. <laughs> well, anytime, like, when I, I was about to be like, it's, I feel like, Rod, you should, like, you faced much scarier things than spiders now. Spiders. Right, like you should be a little bit like over this fear. And then I was gonna be like, but you know, we all have our fears, right, Harry? Those pigeons. Yeah. Although I did just think it was like, oh, he thought that Harry was like being mean to him. Yes. He was like, Harry, stop, you're using my one fear against me. Harry, come on, you know that that's his thing. Um, yeah, I feel like we could have been practicing some other spells, but sure. And Gorgio the spider. Yeah. Um, I will say good job, Hermione, on picking out that um, high school symbol on Dumbledore's signature. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is a good job on Herm- Herm's part. And I do think they need to go to Cezino. Um I think it's so interesting that the de- like fighting for Deathly Hollows and more information on the Deathly Hollows starts out being like Hermione pushing to do it. 
Just I think that note. I was like, I love the irony of this that Hermione's like pushing. Yeah, and Harry's like, uh, we don't need to think about it. Dumbledore's not leaving us any secret messages. And then they flip flop. Flippity floppity. Did um I just want to check in. Did Ron just admit that he loves Hermione like out loud? Which part are you referring to? Give me a quote, please. He says, um, all's fair in love and war, and this is a little bit of both. I think so. I mean, I know, like, we know, like, we saw what happened with the locket, but, like, now we... He said, he said once the light happened, I can't hide from that. We, we all know where the light went, right into my heart. <laughs> oh, I was thinking lower, but that's fine, too. We're talking about love, Molly. Get your head out of the gutter. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Powerful movements is all I'm saying. Powerful movements. <laughs> 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 um, it would annoy me, Ron's behavior with the like voting. I think we should vote. Ah, Harry. Seems like you lost. I would be like, this is some bullshit, Ron, and I need you to not be a piece of shit right now. Like, you um, both of us mad at you. Right. I love that he does it. Though. Oh, no, I think it's really funny. But I'm like, yeah, no. And that Hermione's like, I mean, I'll use this. Like, I don't care. Right. I'll still be mad at you. Um. But I'm glad Harry calls him out on it. Harry's like, you don't want to go to Sinophilius's. You big numpty. He's like, that doesn't make sense what I'm saying. Like, shut up. Um, uh, and that Ron, I think it's sweet that Ron's excited to see Luna. We have multiple instances of Ron and Luna love. I know. I, sh- I really do ship that. Uh, that they had like a thing before Hermione yeah I do too Mm. um and then he talks about going to like Shell Cottage and like Bill like lies to Molly about like going there for Christmas I'm just like Bill's the best of all of us I have the exact same note I my note I like didn't know how to frame it I was just like I just think Bill's a lovely, solid older brother. That's all my note says. Yeah. But I I agree. Like, and Rod's like, everybody else would have judged me, but Bill understood and just took me in. And I was like, yes. And I'm writing a fanfic right now. And it was before I remember. Well, I guess I remembered that Rod like went there, but Jimmy doesn't have a place to live. And uh, the rest of the family is like mad at her. And she's like, I'm going to go live with Bill for a while. And she does. And I'm like, it's because Bill is solid. He's like, no judgment. Like, he, you know, this is going to be like a weird analogy, but he kind of reminds me of like the older brother in Cheaper by the Dozen. (laughs) (laughs) He's a shit in the first one, though. What? He sucks. No, he sucks. I watched, I watched them both recently. I like very recent like I watched them like last week or something or it was like going through a hard time but he's still like a good like you can tell that he's like a good older brother to all of them he 
Yeah, yeah, kind of. I I would say he is in the second one, certainly. In the first one, his whole arc is that he's a real dick to them. I don't even think he's in the second one. Yeah, he is, because he falls in love with the older daughter of the... I told you I watched them recently. I own Cheaper by the Dozen 2. It was one of the three movies that I had on my <laughs> my iPod Touch. Don't come for me about Cheaper by the Dozen. Okay, I'm at Zeno. Um, Where are you at? Yeah, I'm at Zeno too. And my question is for you, when do you think Zeno decides to betray them? I have like a little um, guess, but I want to hear what you think. Well, probably when Hermione is <laughs> when Hermione is bombarding him with like uh, with challenging his whole belief system. Yeah, I probably. think it's when they when they mention Luna and he's like my Luna, and I think that just like that's that's where his mind is at. Yeah, I I have that it's when they ask for help and when they say it outright and he goes, yeah, help. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh! I feel like the... Because then are- right after that is when he lies about where Luna is. Right. So why wouldn't he just tell them the truth, you know? Um. I just feel like they're not learning. Like, this all should have been a red flag from the moment that they got there and he was acting weird. Like, where are those sensors? Like, saying, like, something feels off. <laughs> they don't have those. Remember when Harry followed that parcel tongue speaking sticky old woman <laughs> upstairs? I'm thinking of. Bad moves. <laughs> it's a bad call, my dude. Also, my note to Hermione is, just because you're right doesn't mean you have to be right, you know? I mean, I guess she's, like, genuinely worried about their safety, but, like... It's not It's not the time. Yeah. It's not the time. Also, like, you know what he's going to say. Right. Like, you've lived... You Come on. It reminds me... I've been watching a lot of Friends. It reminds me of when Ross and Phoebe have their discussion about uh, um, evolution. And she's like, I've just been talking with you. <laughs> yeah, well, right. And that, well, but she, she, she was like, why do you feel the need to have us believe in the same thing? Why do you have to be right, Ross? I don't want to use that as an example, though, necessarily. Like about science. You know, we have a lot of people in the country right now that are just choosing okay. to believe in science. Well, yeah, that's I stark. Feel upset about it. that's dark. That's dark. That's dark. I don't think Phoebe was like, "I'm not getting the vaccine." No, I know, or like, well, and like just like climate change deniers. Like, and I know that's not what the point of that episode is, but I just think um, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm thinking about. M- Mia's Ross in that moment, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess what's different about the Phoebe situation and about this fe- situation is that Phoebe not believing in evolution isn't hurting herself or others. But I guess Xenophilius not believing Hermione in this moment 
and people not believing in science currently are hurting themselves and potentially others. Yeah. So fine. Hermione's right. But clearly that's not the way to get someone's help is to tell them they're wrong, is all I'm saying. Bad tact. Bad tact. <laughs> Bad tact. Um, I feel like she, who must not be named, had fun with this chapter, like making up all like the creatures and like the plants and like dropping like these references, like, oh, that was a fantastic beast and where to find them. Like yeah. you could tell she was like she had it in her head. She was writing Newt fan fiction here. Yeah. And just like, I think clearly she likes building out the world. And she yeah. This one where it's like in other, like this book, you don't get to do that as much because it's already like, everything's already established kind of. Yeah. I think that Ron and her, Ron and Hermione are like just ultimate like fierce Gryffindors in this chapter and I love it they're like what a coward like he's not even helping like he's like telling yeah. to help and he's not helping yeah they like come at him and I I mean <clears throat> I kind of have this in my at the end of the chapter what you were just saying like I don't know why he couldn't have just told them the truth but I think if I had to like think about like a logical reason, like he's just afraid that if he does, like it could end they'll, up. It, yeah, that they'll do worse things to Luna if it comes back that he they were there and he didn't help. Um, or like if he told them, like yeah, I think. think I mean, obviously, if it were me, I would have. Um, I would have told them and tried to be like, we need to find, I'll help you, but we need to get Luna first. Like I would still like use it, but I definitely wouldn't like sell them to Voldemort. I think he makes a really bad call. I would say certainly he does. But I'm also like not angry with him. Like I feel really bad for him. I do feel terrible for him. He's just never gonna be like one of my favorite characters you know what I'm saying like yeah. I do think he's a coward he's kind of like an Ollivander like I don't know how to feel about him um, like I don't hate him but I don't like him like he's not in Mundungus territory but he's like I think he made a really human decision that just like was not probably right. like I think Ron says it best when he says that Luna has like three times the bravery or whatever than he'll ever have and that's my that's my thought on that yeah but I also like can't pretend to think like how I would be as a parent in that situation yeah I don't know I just think there were a lot of other options he had like a lot of other options I think and doing had, like half of another option <laughs> like trust these three teenagers to help him <laughs> which if, like I said I think that would have been like quote-unquote the right decision but like but it's that or like trade th make trade three other teenagers to maybe get your daughter back which you you're trusting death eaters now they weren't gonna do that you know what I'm saying right they were just going to take them and leave. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't even know why they took Luna. Like, oh, to get him to stop writing the writing the stuff. Yeah. The other sneaky thing that JK does in this chapter, she mentions the room of the lost items and Rowena's crown in the same. I know. She's such a little sneaker. That's really clever. <sighs> um, and then my last note just says our first Deathly Hallows shout out. <laughs> yeah, I said, what a tease. Calling it the official Deathly Hallows. Yeah, you're right. That's the first time. So it's like, oh, that's the name of the book. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what we were thinking this whole time, like what the Deathly Hallows meant. Like, I, well, I don't know if you remember. I certainly don't know what I was thinking. Probably the Horcruxes or something. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, how many points did you give it? Like 35. <laughs> I've been doing high, so I, like, kind of kept to that. I said 64. Like 64? I feel like all of my other points have been, like, well over 100. So, like, well, nothing happened. Like, a step down. But I was excited to get to Zeno. Like, I was really looking forward to getting to this point in the books. Me too. But it, it was a letdown because it didn't have the Zeno stuff I wanted it. It was a letdown, but... So my notes reflect the letdown. If you got a tattoo, what would it be? I mean, I guess the Deathly Hallows symbol. <laughs> like a dirty root. <laughs> I would get, um, oh, that's not in this chapter anyway. So never mind. Something with the three brothers. No, I was, well, yeah, that would be nice. But I was going to say like, Luna's little friend, little friend yeah. chain. Yeah. I love that. Um, it's one of my favorite parts of this book. The crumple horn snore cat corn. <laughs> you mean <laughs> I said the arumpent horn? Um, I gave my champion to Bill. Oh, okay. The best of all of us. I love that. I was tired of giving it to like one of the three of them. I was like, I gotta mix it up. Well, they're the only people we've like interacted with. But my uh, rat was obviously Zeno. My rat was Zeno. My champ was Luna. Was Ron for uh, boosting Luna? Yeah. My girl needs a boost, you know? Especially right now. Yeah. Draco's snake in her food though. Hey. That, that's a that's a fan and headcanon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. <laughs> um but next week we get some more action with chapter 21, the tale of three brothers. Ah! So excited. Best part of the whole movie. That is the best part of the whole I love that animation um in the meantime stay magical Sham Daimajol
Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.